everyone. Welcome to Sundays with Saima. This podcast is made for aspiring otolaryngologists to learn from trainees and attendings in the field. I'm your host, Saima Wase, fourth year medical student at Northeast Ohio Medical University. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with our future co-host, Madeline Natoli. She is currently a rising third year medical student at Creighton University School of Medicine. She completed her undergraduate degree with a bachelor's in biology at the University of San Diego. Maddie, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited to have you here and discuss about what brings you into ENT. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to get started um, and I can't wait to be part of the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So what brought you to medicine in the first place? So I didn't have a ton of exposure to medicine growing up. I like don't have anybody in my family or anything that's in medicine at all. So I think probably my first exposure was when I was in high school doing like anatomy. And that was probably by far my favorite class and kind of got me in the mindset of thinking I wanted to go into something with healthcare. Um, And then probably by the time I got to college, I had narrowed down a little bit more thinking I probably wanted to go into medicine but it wasn't until about my third year or so of college when I did this internship at Scripps Mercy Hospital in San Diego that I got to shadow trauma surgeons and, you know, follow them around on night shifts and stuff like that. And that's when I really was like, yeah, this is what I want to do for sure. You know, even especially surgery, because um, that was the first time I'd ever seen surgery before. Mm-hmm. And that experience gave me all the motivation I needed to go ahead and apply to med school. I kind of considered going into like teaching or maybe being a professor or something like that. Um, But I did a one year um, AmeriCorps experience at a education nonprofit. And so I was kind of like going back and forth. Do I want to, you know, switch to teaching at the last minute, but I'm very happy that I, stuck with medical school. And I I would say that I definitely made the right decision. Yeah. And your story is really awesome that you started with an interest in high school anatomy and then trauma surgery is what drew you in. So you're a true surgeon (laughs) born and bred. That's awesome. And, you know, teaching and professorship is a part of academic medicine. So that's the cool part is that you get to do both. So I'm glad you picked this path. Yeah, teaching, I think, is definitely incorporated into medicine a lot. So that's, I really didn't feel like I was giving it up too much. Um, I think something that I'm passionate about is making complex topics approachable for people without a science background. So that's something that doctors do all the time. Yeah, yeah. And that's super important going into residency to find your teaching philosophy and be the person that you can give back to for your medical students. Definitely. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about what got you interested in otolaryngology. Um, I think the first question that I think anybody should answer when they're deciding on a specialty is surgery versus no surgery. Um, And I guess I was kind of unique in that I came in being like, I definitely want to do surgery. So from there, I was kind of torn on what surgical specialty I wanted to do. Um, I knew that in addition to surgery, I really liked patient interaction and having a decent amount of clinic time as well. So I did some research on, you know, what specialties that included. And of those, I was most interested in the anatomy having to do with otolaryngology. I love the head and neck anatomy block in M1 year. Um, I think especially compared to like 
you know, the other surgical subspecialties, like the eye, for instance, um, I just thought it's like so much more interesting to me personally. Um, no offense to the ortho people, but I just <laughs> love the, the head and neck anatomy stuff. And so that kind of guided me towards pursuing ENT. And then from there, um, I just had a lot of positive experiences with ENTs. I've never met one so far, at least that is not very happy with what they're doing. And I think it's kind of funny that they have the stereotype of being kind and happy, <laughs> like who wouldn't want to go into something where that's kind of the, the stereotype of your field. Um, and then in addition, I've kind of come to have an interest in infectious disease applications. And I really like that ENT can incorporate that as well, whether it be like HPV or invasive fungal sinusitis, um, stuff like that. And then I also really have enjoyed watching the surgeries, especially with the, you know, toys that we get to see the surgeons play with like lasers and stuff. Um, so I think just overall, I kind of just picked it based off my research and then just had it confirmed over and over again through my experiences that it's like definitely what I want to do. Awesome. I think that you touched on literally every part of otolaryngology that I love too. the complexity, <laughs> the diversity of all the pathology, you know, the fact that it's a kind, they're known as the kind surgeons. So that yeah. is another really nice aspect of it. And, you know, you get to practice all forms of medicine within ENT. So that's another part of it. So I'm glad you came to this specialty and you found that all of your experiences affirmed what you thought about it. And you ended up becoming the president of the otolaryngology interest group. So can you talk about your work in that and what you've done to improve that experience for students at your school? Yeah, definitely. Um, so probably like most interest groups, we are totally student run. And I, my main goal going into this year was to open up the younger students to kind of even being exposed to the field in the first place. You really don't get any ENT experience other than maybe one or two lectures in your first two years. And to decide on it late, I think is, can be the disadvantage because it's so competitive to get into. Um, so I think early exposure is a huge thing for first and second year students. And that's what I wanted to do. So we talk a lot about what it's like to apply to ENT, what it's like to practice as an otolaryngologist um, and what steps someone should take in medical school um, in order to be competitive to apply. And so my main role that I you know, did was trying to recruit um, people to speak at our meetings because I'm obviously not a huge authority as somebody who's still in medical school. So I think it's good to hear from people um, in the field. So we have variety of attendings and different subspecialties um, in addition to residents that have matched ENT from Creighton um, just to hear about their specific path and how they were able to be successful, I think is really useful to hear. Um, and everybody that I've asked to speak has said yes. So it just kind of attests again to how awesome the people are in otolaryngology and how willing they are to help. Um, so it's been a great experience. And then we also do it. We hosted an annual um, head and neck anatomy tutoring session for the M1s as well before their anatomy practical. Awesome. So you're exposing people for 
from various viewpoints, whether it's the diverse faculty that you're bringing to speak, um, whether it's, you know, having those anatomy sessions that you're talking about. So I think you're doing great work and super important for people to learn about the great field of otolaryngology, not only if they want to go into it, but also if they have a um, like family practice where they're referring to ENTs as well. So good, good work. And I'm excited to see what you do with it. And uh, I want to know a little bit more about what makes you excited to learn about otolaryngology. What are you looking forward to learning? Yeah, so like I said before, in the first two years, there's really very limited experience um, in lectures. So I'm really excited to finally get to my clinical years this upcoming year. Um, and I was very lucky to get otolaryngology as my surgery elective. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I've done a lot of shadowing in ENT and really loved it, but I'm excited to hopefully get to play a little bit more of an active role in, in patient care and hopefully in surgery as well. Um, I think also a little thing is just getting to interview patients by myself and kind of work on what it's like to think like an ENT and to kind of go through the mindset of like differentials in my head as I'm interviewing, because I'm really used to just listening and thinking in my head, you know, what would I do if it, if I, if it were me in the position, but now it's going to be me. Um, so I think it's a little nerve wracking to get into clinical years. You know, you hear mixed things, but overall, I'm really looking forward to it. And I think that's super important that you are honing into that, that you are going to be the provider as the third year medical student, the first person that the patient sees. So that is going to be important and it's going to be challenging to learn how to think like a doctor and create assessments and plans based on your deferentials. But you're going to do great as long as you have a humble attitude and a willingness to learn. And I think that that's what leads to your success in your clinicals, not only in otolaryngology, but in all the subspecialties. So uh, I think you have a good attitude and I'm excited to see what you, what your experience is like. So what is something that you hope to take away from the podcast going into it as a co-host yourself? Um, so I, I'm a huge podcast listener and I've learned a lot about medicine and ENT specifically through listening to podcasts like this one. And I kind of decided to join kind of spur of the moment, you know, when I saw you on Twitter talking about it and I was like, that actually could be a really cool opportunity because it's so outside my comfort zone and different from what I'm used to. <laughs> um, but also, you know, with someone like me who has no home program, I see it as a way to get to talk to a lot of people in the field. Um, and I'm obviously very much still learning about the field. And so, you know, and also how to be a successful applicant. So I thought this would be a really good opportunity for me to continue to learn about otolaryngology while also contributing something that is hopefully helpful to other people listening. Um, so that's why I decided to join on and I can't wait to, you know, kind of talk to guests and learn as much as I can about the field. I'm glad you're putting yourself outside of your comfort zone. It definitely is not an easy thing to do to be a co-host of a podcast. So it is intimidating coming in as a medical student, but I think you'll find that people, like you said, are extremely kind in the field. They hardly ever say no, and they're always super excited to talk about it. So you'll learn a lot. The audience will learn a lot, and it'll just be a great experience for everyone. Yeah. So thanks for joining us anyways, too. 
yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Any final thoughts, Maddie? Um, I guess I just want to say, you know, thanks again for having me join the team and to any listeners, if you have any requests for topics or speakers or anything you want to hear from, I am very, very open to feedback and suggestions. So um, if you have any ideas, I'd love to hear it. And I just really can't wait to get started. Absolutely. Thank you everyone for taking a listen to the podcast this week. We, ha- we heard from Maddie Natoli about her interest in otolaryngology. So make sure to check us, catch us next week on Sundays with Saima. Thank you.